Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you want to run with the Game Changers, we always say you're in the right place, and especially today, it is true. Broadcasting live from SAP Sapphire Now 2017 in Orlando, Florida. Why are we here? Well, ask 20,000 business leaders who are joining us here to find out about the latest in new technology and innovations to help make the world run better. That includes businesses as well. We always start the show with a buzz, and I have an interesting quote from a gentleman named Dan Burris. B-U-R-R-U-S. Look it up. He is an American technology futurist and innovative expert, business advisor, author. Well, just look him up. Here's the quote. Listen carefully. To thrive in this new age of hyper change and growing uncertainty, we've got a lot of key words in there, it is now an imperative to learn a new competency, how to articulately accurately anticipate the future. So what are we going to talk about? Well, partnerships are one way to anticipate the future where you bring in skill sets, you bring in innovation mindsets that your company may not have. And we're going to be speaking with, well, first of all, I got to tell you our theme is what makes C-Suite excited to go to work every day. And I think the gentleman here sitting with me, Jason Wolf at SAP, you're probably one of the reasons that C-Suite are happy to go to work every day. Jason Wolf, how are you? Thank just, you. Just Thank you, Bonnie. I have Great to, to tell here. everybody, you are an innovator. Do you, you're not going to blush if I read a little bit of your background, are you? On radio, I won't on blush. Radio, no. Okay, good. But you're, we're streaming live on Facebook, so the secret is out. At age 16, Jason Wolf managed a fast food restaurant in Israel. Okay, that's one check mark on innovation. Followed by eight years as an officer in the U.S. Special Forces. And then he... Israeli Special Israeli. Forces. Israeli. Ah, we got to get Israeli that. I'm looking Special at it. I'm saying, okay, that didn't make sense. There we go. Israeli Special Forces. He built a chain of kids' clothing stores, a real estate management company, and in 2013, he co-founded a social personal safety network organization, a solution called Musketeer. Musketeer. Do you sleep? I try to sleep, but uh, these innovations, they keep me up all the time. So talk to me about partnerships, and, and was I right to say, Jason, that you need to look at a broader set of mindsets, skill sets, in order to bring in knowledge that your company may not have at that moment to anticipate the future? What do you think about that? Absolutely. I think you, you've got to look at three key dimensions of, of, of business when you're looking at innovation. You've got to look at the macro, what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. what we're seeing today with all the innovation around cloud, around intelligence, around connected things. That's the mega trend that you've got to look Mm -hmm. at. You've got to look at who are your own capabilities, your own assets, your own resources. And you've got to look at who else in the ecosystem, who are your mentors, your partners, the other people that can bring those things together and then create a solution. So is innovation the same as disruption? I've never asked anybody that question. We talk about somebody disrupted this industry, disrupted that. Is that the same as saying we're an innovator or is there a different degree that makes you a disruptor? What's your observation? Well, I think innovation and disruption are born from change. Okay. Humans have evolved over many years and and don't really, inherently we don't like change. We Mm -hmm. try to stay the same, which is the source of the problem of why disruption happens. Because we are engineered over tens of thousands of years to dislike change, we try to keep things going in the same paradigm that we were used to. 
So today, when you look at why change and disruption are the same thing, is you look at all these new technologies that get mm -hmm. invented, and as they come, I think uh, yesterday was a great s um, show with, with Damon John, mm -hmm. and he used this example of moving from a agricultural to an industrial mm -hmm. world. And uh, sorry, Damon, I'll steal your story, but <laughs> it was just do. so good. He's talking about this farmer who's plowing the field with his donkey, and alongside him, he sees this other farmer with this new tractor, motorized donkey, if you will. Mm -hmm. And you know, the farmer says to himself, the one with the donkey says, well, you know, that's never going to catch on. My donkey's good enough. And what Damon said is, now you have two jackasses in the field. <laughs> so, you know, if you, if, you, if you look at disruption, you look at innovation, mm -hmm. they're happening all the time. And if you stop looking out, you are going mm -hmm. to be disrupted regardless. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just part of human evolution. Jason, we often talk on Game Changers Radio. By the way, we're really delighted to have you here, and I hope you'll come Thanks, on a, a full show. But we, we often talk about the fact that established companies are often set in their ways. The, the idea of fail fast, fail often is not in their DNA. It's not even on their, on their dinner menu. It's something that they just don't embrace. They have to look at start, to startups, yeah, We for said example. it's not in human DNA, so why would it be in company DNA? We are reflections exactly. of people. Exactly. So when, you, when we're going to talk about partnerships, and I'm going to ask you about what makes a really successful business partnerships. And I told you before we started that we're liking to say that a really great business partnership could be a model, <laughs> a role model for marriages, you know, coming together, Talking, having a conversation, having common goals, sharing ideas that may not gel all of a sudden. I can sudden. only answer if my wife's not listening. <laughs> right. and, and going into the future together in a partnership for, for a future that you both want. Yes. And I think that's the core. So when we talk about partnerships, are established companies that you've seen looking only at startups or are they looking at other established players to come together and we used to call it brainstorming. That's such an old-fashioned word. Now we call it design thinking. Design thinking. Yeah. yeah that's, so talk that's to me about the, the process. How does how does it really work, Jason? I think, you know, you asked about startups versus mature companies. Yes. I think there's there's a misconception that 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 innovation and disruption can't happen in mature companies. Mm -hmm. And that is, again, rooted in the fact that mature companies, for the most part, are going to have a vested interest in the past, mm -hmm. in maintaining the process, yes. the donkey with the plow. Mm -hmm. Startups don't have that. So it's natural to turn to startups for innovation and disruption. I'm biased because I run the global tech partners for SAP. So I have mm -hmm. the 20, 25 largest, biggest partners in the world these are all companies with multi, multi-billion dollars of revenue that have a lot to lose. Mm -hmm. The great thing is that they can also innovate and they can also disrupt. The only benefit that they have or the biggest benefit that they have mm -hmm. is when we do this, we do it at a scale that no one else can do. So I would say it's like a good dish. You can't cook a good dish, at least this is what my wife tells me because I don't cook, <laughs> but if you don't have spices, you need the startups yeah. to add those spices, but you're not going to get the context, the huge amount of nutrition you need if you don't have these partnerships. So think of you know, some of the partnerships we've announced here this week. Mm -hmm. Google, mm -hmm. huge company, very successful, started off addressing a consumer need to find things. Through that process, they in invented all these smart algorithms to, to quicken that process to give us more and more information. They've created suites of products that make us more productive. Mm -hmm. 
but have yet to enter the, the world of the enterprise unless through employees who brought mm-hmm. it from home. Now, this is a huge company mm-hmm. and is not really impacting yet the enterprise. So where a good partnership comes together is where that company says, listen, I've got a need. Mm-hmm. You've got a capability. You've got a need. We've got a need to make things simpler and stronger for millions and millions of employees of companies because mm-hmm. that's not what SAP has been traditionally known for an easy user experience. So let's take those two assets together, bring those strengths, and go to the next level. I love the example because everybody knows Google. Yeah, and we've got multiple, multiple other ones. Would you like to give us one or two more brief examples? I'd love to hear them. Yeah, I'll give you a couple more examples. Um, Last week, we launched our partnership with NVIDIA. Mm -hmm. NVIDIA, probably I I would, this is kind of, I'll go on a limb here and I'll guess, the only company, and I'd be happy to someone to correct me, that went from $50 billion in market cap to $80 billion in market cap in two weeks. What, what, seriously? 50 to 80. Okay. If you look at, and let me even take it further. That's two, more than 50%. Two, yeah. You, you've got lots of startups that go from 5 to 8 or oh, 50 yeah, to but 8. That but amount? 50 billion to 80 billion. And if you look at the last two years, stock price gone from 25 to 130. Now... It's not just speculation. Mm-hmm. This is a company that has spent 20 years perfecting the gaming industry, catering to people that care about graphics and high processing and reality mm-hmm. in gaming. Suddenly, these disruption trends that I spoke about, movement to the cloud, mm-hmm. ability to connect to every single asset in the world, bringing intelligence mm-hmm. rather than human power to a lot of these processes, They've taken that and now, coincidentally, these things happen at the same time. So disruption happens and suddenly you've got a world where every application needs to leverage intelligence, connectedness, and cloud. And intelligence, for a a large part, has to be run on these NVIDIA graphic processing units. So they're ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Others will catch up, of course, and will do things like Intel and AMD and others great partners and great customers of ours. But you have to identify, especially in, a, in an economy like today, where everything is moving because of digitization, mm-hmm. that you have to identify where the joint opportunities are and not look at any overlaps or com- t- competitiveness. You've got to identify what's the next billion dollar business. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it like a business that we together, that partner and us can do together. So that's, that's an example that I'm really excited about. With Question, India. who in these companies comes up with the idea that, hey, let's sit down at the table and let's come up with that next billion dollar idea? It's a idea. brilliant question. Well, because thank you. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, this will come top down or come from yeah. me and partners or it comes from everywhere. The, okay. the, the you know, I'll, I'll give a kudos to a gentleman in Israel that built the first AI ML based solution Mm -hmm. that built a solution on top of an NVIDIA box in a relatively small group in a relatively obscure lab of SAP Mm -hmm. built this product called Brand Impact. Okay. And what that does is basically does something that for thousands of years or I'm not sure there was advertising thousands of years (laughs) but let's let's not exaggerate. Somewhere Uh, We've had adverts banners like the one you see here Mm -hmm. and all over the place for many many years. Right. 
and no one's been able to calculate the direct impact that that really has. It's been an art form, if you will. What this team did is they used computer vision, basically video, taking video of everything, capturing everything, and letting the computer find all these brands, calculate how long they've been displayed for, what impact that's having on the users that are watching them, and be able to tell the advertiser what used to take hundreds and hundreds of man hours where people mm -hmm. used to count, and then they used to aggregate, and then they used to kind of put some calculations around them all done by computer in real time live sporting events they showed this in the global tech uh, mm -hmm. in the conference for Nvidia last week the CEO showed it as the first non-Nvidia product on stage where they show this product on a ski slope where the human eye can't even capture what's going on and this machine learning based product called Brand Impact manages to capture that so that happened you asked where this innovation mm -hmm. happened on an individual's brain out in Israel Wow. Some of this can come from our CEO, like mm -hmm. you see some of these ideas, and then it becomes, that's what a company needs to do. They need to let this innovation happen, mm -hmm. identify the ones that, that are going to be these yes. next billion dollar businesses, because they're acting in a big market, and follow those through all the way with execution. I wish you were excited about this, Jason. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Anything, anything related to new businesses and building is partnerships is, is my passion. Do you passion. have one more partnership you'd like to tell us about, a brief story? Um, another one that, that uh, actually, I'll take one that, that I'm not going to name the, the company because okay. there's a number of these that we're doing, and I think they're very, very impactful. And they take the example, because you could say Google's fairly innovative. You could mm -hmm. say NVIDIA's kind of on, 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 a, on, a, on a different trajectory, but also kind of, you know, but let's take a broad sloth of partners that are building hardware that went through a mm -hmm. generation of the PC revolution. There's... I've got at least 10 of these partners. So I'm not going to mention okay. one of my children, but each one of them has moved in a little bit of a different way. They're adding their secret source to these things and delivering things. One of the examples is a large industrial manufacturer that also does computers. And they are a big player in the, in the locomotive train business. They're building these trains. And these trains sit on batteries that cost mm -hmm. millions, not your little iPhone batteries, mm -hmm. that cost millions. And because of regulation and standard maintenance, they used to replace these batteries every year, regardless mm -hmm. of what the wear and tear is. Yeah. Now, we know wear and tear is different. If you're going up the Alps or you're going on the, sure. the flats of the Rhine or wherever, they're very different. So by putting sensors around all these things, collecting that data, mm -hmm. they now can replace them much closer to when they should be replaced at 100% reliability. That has taken tens of millions of dollars from each one mm -hmm. of the train operators. <clears throat> so this is endless, and it's happening across every single industry in every single way. Sensors at work, right? Sensors at oh work, Oh, my yeah. goodness. So give us a peek into the future. We were talking about the future. Anything coming down the pike that uh, you can tell our, our live audience that we should be excited about in terms of a new technology? You've already shared a couple of them, but yeah. anything you're particularly excited about that might be just in a very nascent or, or very newborn stage that uh, we might see in the business world, for yeah, example? Yeah, I think... I great maybe uh, maybe blockchain blockchain is something a lot I was of people gonna ask you about a lot blockchain. of people talk about and i know it kind of yes. gets left off but yes 
If you look at, at what happens, there the comes a technology and the first usage of that technology kind of defines it for a while. Mm -hmm. And the first usage of blockchain was Bitcoin. Yes. So everybody kind of heard of Bitcoin. You know, it's non-government. It's this, this, this entity that has value and keeps its value right. based on compute power mm -hmm. out there because it's un... It takes away the problems that humanity has always had, which is trust. We mm -hmm. could only do business with people we trust. Right. Blockchain and Bitcoin as an instance of it, using that technology, has taken that away. Now, think of what happens to humanity where trust in commerce mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't have an, an impact. It could be, you know, blueprints of 3D designs that are out there in the, in the, in the sphere. Uh, digital music or your mm -hmm. radio show. Mm -hmm. Everything has a footprint. If you could track it technologically, you would ensure that everybody, the consumer of it, the producer of it, everybody gets their fair share. And if everyone, anybody tweaks any piece of that asset, someone, everybody knows. Right. So it's completely transparent. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about blockchain, for instance. And the use cases in supply chain, in, mm -hmm. in, 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 in vendor management, in every aspect of business haven't been explored yet. Very exciting. I was going to ask you, it was on my list of things, because you're the first one. This is our ninth live interview session today, and no one, I believe, no one has mentioned blockchain, and it certainly is top of mind. You know, a lot of us were introduced to blockchain and Bitcoin in TV shows, uh, dramas like uh, Cyber CSI, where something, somebody sold his family's fortune in Bitcoin, and they couldn't do this, and they couldn't do that, and the family, it was, it was a scary thing, but when you say trust, the scary part goes away. We'll, we'll have to talk more. I'm going to invite you on a, a full coffee break with Game Changers show soon. We'd, we'd love to talk. So, I have two questions for you. Where did you travel from to get here to Sapphire today, Jason Wolf? Today or well, the beginning of the week? Beginning I of the week. I came from San, oh, San Jose. San Jose. San Jose and how many Sapphires have you attended? That's a trick question because I actually rejoined SAP after a 10-year hiatus. I was at SAP through an acquisition of one of the startups that I was part mm -hmm. of called Top Tier yes. in 2001, back in the dot-com, sure. basically bringing the internet to SAP, and joined last year. So, so I've been to... Uh, 98 was my first. I joined as a partner. Okay. I was 98, I think it was Philadelphia. So I've been to, I would say... 10, 11 sapphires. Okay, so we're taking an informal poll on who... Am I winning? Well, no. we, had, we had two people with 20 years, oh and I God. tried to get one of them to decide if it was a shade of 21 or, or not, and yeah. we have two people okay. contending, and we're trying to keep track. There's no prize, but it's no. just in, in, in thought only, you know, how many people have had trust and faith and confidence in coming to Sapphire for the kind of innovative brilliant minds we're talking about today. You are a brilliant mind. You are innovative. I am so pleased to Thank speak you, with you. So I'm going to shake your hand Thanks, and say, Bonnie. Jason Wolf, you are a game Thanks. changer. And here's our call to action. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Be like Jason Wolf. Go out and be a game changer. I'm serious. Go out and be a game changer today. Jason, let's wave. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye from Orlando. Thanks, Bonnie.